Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Pretty Little Prisons Podcast with your host, Wendy Watts. Are you stuck in your own thoughts? It's easy to get caught in mental traps like memories, whether pleasant or unpleasant. This episode discusses tips on how to break free from the constraints of the mind and affect change in your life. So I'm going to refer to a quote from one of my personal favorite authors, Ralph Waldo Emerson, very popular in the 19th century, a transcendentalist. And today's focus centers around a concept that he discusses in one of his essays called Circles. And I'm going to read to you a quote from that essay referencing how really strong and powerful our thoughts are in terms of whether being, you know, hurdles or catalysts to our evolution. So here's the quote. The key to every man is in his thought. Sturdy and defying though he look, he has a helm which he obeys, which is the idea after which all his facts are classified. He can only be reformed by showing him a new idea which commands his own. How many times have you had a conversation with a friend, acquaintance, or maybe just somebody new you met that did exactly that? It moved you out of an existing thought process by presenting a new idea, which then felt more expansive or more freeing than that thought you were holding on to and clinging your whole life, making it maybe one of your rules or mottos up to that point. And in that watershed or breakthrough moment that you met this new person that introduced the new idea, you realized that you had a freedom experience by just accepting an idea an idea outside of your own personal define your defined concept of your own person and your your way of life right so emerson goes on to say i'm going to read the rest of the paragraph from this quote the life of man is a self-evolving circle which from a ring imperceptibly small rushes on all sides outwards to new and larger circles and that without end the extent to which this generation of circles, wheel without wheel, will go depends on the force or truth of the individual soul. For it is the inert effort of each thought having formed itself into a circular wave of circumstance, as, for instance, an empire, rules of an art, a local usage, a religious rite, to heap itself on that ridge and to solidify and hem in the life. But if the soul is quick and strong, it bursts over that boundary on all sides and expands another orbit on the great deep, which also runs up into a high wave with an attempt again to stop and to bind. But the heart refuses to be imprisoned. In its first and narrowest pulses, it already tends outward with a vast force and to immense innumerable expansions. And so that is how the heart can help free the mental traps of the mind, i.e. thoughts in this discussion. So moving on, that concept I'm going to move to another um, literary art, 
uh, a book that was released uh, that was a New York Times bestseller called The Switch. It was published a while back. The authors are Chip and Dan Heath. And what they did was as talk about creating effective change, you know, why creating lasting change in your life. And then the subtitle to The Switch is how to change things when change is hard. Okay, so I'm going to give you the cliff notes on this book. So basically, in this in this literary work, Dan and Chip Heath uh, present a change leadership model. Okay, um, the leadership model is they compare it metaphorically, your brain to you know your your mind and your feelings. Right? They compare it metaphorically to a rider and its elephant. Okay, so. The change leadership my model is to direct the rider, motivate the elephant, and shape the path ahead. Some interesting surprises they said that you will discover about change are threefold. To change someone's behavior, you've got to change the person's situation. The situation is the boss. That's number one. Number two, what often looks like laziness is exhaustion. And three, what looks like resistance is often a lack of clarity. So just to repeat, some surprises about change, things that people don't, aren't normally integrated in change concept are, to change someone's behavior, you've got to change the situation because the situation is the boss. What looks like laziness is often exhaustion. What looks like resistance is often a lack of clarity. So moving on, they compare metaphorically the elephant to our emotional side. The rider is our rational side. And the change leadership theory is that if you reach the rider, but not the elephant, you will have direction without motivation. So to restate, if you reach the rider, i.e. the rational side, but not the elephant, i.e. the emotional side, you will have direction without motivation. This is why the change doesn't stick and you're stuck. So, if you reach, conversely, if you reach the elephant or the emotional side, but not the rider, the rational side, you will have motivation without direction. Again, so then you can be stuck running in a circle, repeating patterns that are really not moving you on and advancing you into your life. So to affect long-term change, you must connect with the elephant and the rider. So the rational side and the emotional side. So this is how their change leadership theory pivots on this whole concept of the elephant and the rider. Gaining the commitment of the emotional and rational sides of yourself to affect change that actually sticks. So some tips they give in, in doing this um, are that we have to switch from the old archaeological method of problem solving to bright spot evangelizing. What does bright spot evangelizing means? That means finding that bright spot in every day to pivot and platform from mentally and emotionally. So instead of focusing on what you didn't do, as an example, you could use the bright spot evangelizing technique on folk to focus on the progress you have already made. Maybe you made a micro shift in your behavior today. You chose tea instead of coffee. You drank water instead of a diet soda. Um, you know, whatever. If your long term goal was 
towards health. So bright spot evangelizing, focusing on the positive could be one deployment of that bright spot evangelizing model to give some examples. The second tip they give is to be solutions focused again. So keep focusing on the solution. So in the model example I just gave in the previous explanation, that could be the solution could be making those micro shifts every day, i.e. choosing tea instead of coffee, water instead of diet soda, to focus on the overall solution of a healthier lifestyle, for example. Here's the third tip. Translate ambiguous goals into concrete behaviors, then script the critical moves. So if you have an ambiguous goal, like here's an example of an ambiguous goal, to be successful, right? Because success can be interpreted on a lot of different levels in a lot of different ways, and there's a lot of different methods to sort of value or define what success is. Success is as different as probably every single individual person you might ask. Some people might say money, some people might say health, some people might say, uh, you know, a career, uh, you know, for some people it might be popularity, um, what have you. It could be as different as the, as, as, as the individuals, the number of individuals in this, in this universe, okay? So translate that ambiguous goal, success, to something, to a concrete behavior. I'm successful when I do this, right? Maybe it's make those positive choices like tea over coffee, water over diet soda, Okay, I am successful when I do these things, right? When I commit to positive behaviors, when I commit to healthy choices, okay? And then script, so script the critical moves. Then you, you, you are going to create those incremental goals that are going to lead to your ultimate success, thereby creating the directional path for the elephant and the rider, okay? Keep in mind, here's another tip the authors give, Keep in mind that too many options create confusion. They recommend isolating two options as that it's less confusing than three. So for larger scale areas, um, like say you've had investment options that you were identifying on your path to independent or financial success and wealth and abundance, whatever. For a larger scale area like that, maybe you're looking at 40 different investments or 30 different investments, you're tracking stocks online, okay? Um, they recommend 10 or less is best. So scale your list down, focus on, give yourself a top 10, okay? Um, another tip they gave is use um, invasive options only as a last resort. So anything, what is invasive, things that might feel self-destructive or take away your feeling of freedom because that's going to eat away at the emotional side. And again, remember, the only way to make the change stick is to have the emotional side and rational side buy-in within yourself to move forward on your directional path. So what happens is if you will, if you choose an option that's invasive on either side, if it's eating away at your logical thought path or your emotions, then it's 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 basically corrupting the the path of the um, corrupting the directional path by diminishing um, the rider and the elephant. Okay, so you can't do anything that's gonna 
that's going to either make the elephant or the rider sick, basically, to simplify it. And last but not least, one of the tips they gave uh, is too many choices tire the rider, leaving him or her too exhausted to make change. So again, why you need to focus back on keeping it simple, okay? Keep it simple because too many choices are you going to tire the rider. And what is the rider? The rider is the rational side. If your brain is is getting exhausted by having too many options to choose from, to move along that directional path, it's going to get exhausted. It's going to give up and it's not going to make change. It's That's it. Game over. You've reached the You've reached effectively a dead end uh, street instead of continuing on your directional path. So keep that in mind. Don't get bogged down too many, too many choices. Okay. Um, so these are all things that I wanted to bring into this week's episode that have helped me, and I hope in turn might be of use to you in helping to escape the pretty little prison of thoughts could be past memories, could be whatever it might be, whatever is taking away from your ability to effectively direct the rider and the elephant on the your chosen directional path is something you need to find a way to eliminate and move away from. All right, take care and I'll see you in episode three. Today's musical intro was provided by Toontank.com and the artist is Omka, O-M-K-A.